Warning, this podcast series contains detailed information about murder. The following details within this episode may be triggering and upsetting for some listeners. Welcome to Victorian Murderesses Exploring the Unknown. Hi, I'm Abby, the host and creator of this podcast series. This podcast explores women convicted and accused of murder during 19th century England. I spent a year studying 51 unknown Victorian women accused and convicted of murder or manslaughter in order to write my bachelor degree dissertation on them. I have explored the lives of these women and endeavoured to understand what made them commit such heinous crimes and why some of them deserve the punishments they received. Why should the only Victorian murderers we learn about be figures like Jack the Ripper and the infamous Mary Ann Cotton, who have both gained an astounding amount of coverage through the years, with their crimes being made into films, TV shows and books? These women have remained unknown, some of them even unknown to academics. Their stories are just as interesting and as gruesome as other murder stories from the period. And I believe these women's stories should be told. And this is what this podcast does. This podcast episode will explore the murder committed by Selina Wadge, the unfortunate mother convicted of child murder. Wadge's case was well publicised at the time, but she seems to have faded into the past. So, I'm about to change that. If you listen to the first episode of this podcast series, you will hopefully already understand what child murder entailed in 19th century England. But just in case you haven't, here is a little reminder for you. Child murder was the murder of children from one year old upwards, or children whose killers were not their mothers. Women could also be charged with newborn child murder, where they were accused of killing their newborn babies, murdered from birth up to a couple of days old, and also infanticide, which was the killing of children up to the age of one, again by their own mothers. Now we are all up to scratch, let's get to the case of Selina Wadge. In Wadge's case of child murder, her victim was her two-year-old son, Henry. For this episode, and this specific case, We will be using four different newspaper sources covering Wadge, her crime, and her execution. Selina Wadge was convicted of child murder in June 1878. The article, titled The Recent Execution of Selina Wadge, in the Exeter and Plymouth Gazette Daily Telegrams, on Tuesday the 27th of August 1878, opens stating, Last week, an unfortunate woman named Selina Wadge was executed in Cornwall. She had been deserted and left with two children upon her hands, and had been promised marriage, provided she could in some way dispose of them. She was in despair. She was very poor indeed, in the last state of distress, and she threw one of her infants down a well. The Portsmouth Evening News published an article on Tuesday the 20th of August 1878, titled The Case of Selina Wadge, which also explains mostly the circumstances behind Wadge's crime. Betrayed and deserted, with no one nigh to aid her, and no education to show her what was right, 
this miserable wretch made away with the result of her shame and was tried and convicted of willful murder, her declaration that she was persuaded to the act by her seducer being disbelieved. So, the story of Selina Wadge goes as so. Wadge had two illegitimate children, a fact the sources liked to make known. She was uneducated and had been proposed to on the condition she got rid of her sons, and in desperation she threw her youngest, Henry, just two years old and disabled, down a well in front of his older brother. As an article titled Child Murderer, taken from the Worcestershire Chronicle on Saturday the 29th of June, 1878 mentions, she had visited her mother with both children and then went to visit her sister in a different area and on the journey killed one of her sons. She got caught and convicted of child murder and although she explained that a man had told her to kill her sons and in desperation killed one, the man in question denied even knowing Wadge, let alone proposing marriage with such a condition. Regarding the victim's disability, it is not noted in any sources why or in what way Henry was disabled, but there is one historian, Tamar Hager, who has done research on this unfortunate woman and her crime, who notes that Henry was so disabled his mother had to carry him practically everywhere and he needed constant care, which makes this a more upsetting case. Wadge clearly cared for her son, to have been able to have carried him around since birth, even when travelling, and constantly provide him with care, it's clear she loved him dearly. Does this sound like a woman that spitefully and willfully killed her child? To me, this was an act of desperation from a troubled woman, and it seems this was the opinion around the nation at the time. There is something different about the case of Selina Wadge. Her crime and execution made national news, and all over England, people were not so sure that she deserved to be killed. Before you all think I'm being ridiculous, I know what you're probably thinking. In 19th century England, the punishment for murder was death, and I know this. So did the people alive at the time, but there seemed to be some ill feeling about her being hanged. Anyway, back to what I was saying. The source taken from the Portsmouth Evening News started off, If there are any more such cases as that of Selina Wadge, the poor woman who was hanged at Bodmin on Thursday last, there will be such an outcry against the death punishment as will sweep it away in the speediest manner. From this first few sentences of this source, it is evident that Wadge being executed created a rift in whether people, in her situation, should indeed be given the death sentence for their crimes. Often mothers who killed their children, with exceptional circumstances as seen in Wadge's case, would be sentenced to penal servitude, but this didn't seem to happen. This was noted in another newspaper at the time. The article titled The Execution of Selina Wadge in the Cornishman on Thursday the 8th of August 1878 noted that the Secretary of State could, at the time, advise Her Majesty Queen Victoria to commute one's death sentence to one of penal servitude for life. But this, for some reason, didn't seem fit for Wadge. Perhaps they wanted to use her as an example? It's the only reason I can see that she was killed. Now, before we run out of time, this story has more to it. Not only was there ill feeling about Wadge being executed for her crime, but she was left waiting to be executed for four days, as noted in two of the newspaper sources. The Cornishman notes that at eight o'clock on the Monday after the conviction was when the execution was set. But she was not executed until the Thursday. 
Selena Wadge was left for four days in Bodmin Jail, anticipating whether she was actually going to be executed as each dawn broke. The Portsmouth Evening News wrote at the time, This is not punishment. It is torture and cruelty. This torturous limbo the unfortunate woman was left in seemed extremely wrong at the time, causing even more outrage around the nation about Selena Wadge's case. We have unfortunately run out of time to discuss the case of Selena Wadge. I hope you found this episode both interesting and eye-opening. And if you want to know anything more about Selena Wadge, although there is very limited information about her out there, you can find some if you look hard enough. I believe the case of Selena Wadge is an important one and should never be forgotten about again. She was a desperate young single mother of two who committed an act under the influence of a superior and lost her life after four days of torturous waiting. This case was national news in 1878 and also created ill feeling towards the use of the death penalty around the country. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode on Selena Wadge, the unfortunate child murderess, and I hope you join me again next time to discover another Victorian murderess, Rosa Ann Rue, the servant who committed manslaughter.